Mike check one two out oh, and bad why pre gentle people welcome to episode one of the culture wise podcast you already know how we do it here on culture wise we are your direct connection to what's important in jamaican music and pop culture is it i'm one of your hosts romy k and this week we want to talk about something very serious something very integral to the culture we want to look at the political landscape how music has affected our current electoral process and what we hope to see going forward in the relationship between music and our political process. But before we go into anything, don't know I'm have to introduce the squad. Zine, so to my left we have the amazing key, the bad creative genius. Hi, that's me. What's up, guys? Good night, good night, good night. Mad. And then beside her we have five-star general himself, KB. Say what's up to the people. Scoop, 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 scoop. Yeah, man, yeah, man. How are you guys doing? How has your week been? What is new in your life? Chat to me. Oh, it's been good. I'm 25, loving life and emptying there. Looking forward to starting this with you guys as part of my new year, new me type of new deal. New year, new me. What's good with you, KB? How are you doing, bro? Let me see now. Hmm. I'm two days sober, so that's good. Congratulations. That's good. That's always good. <laughs> yes. Thanks, yes. guys. How long do you expect that to last? Uh, probably till tomorrow. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with mini detoxes, okay? I agree. It's okay. I, I am also, I like a week, I think. A week sober. Mm-hmm. Wait, yeah, not mini drugs? <laughs> Alcohol. You got to keep the quarantine liquor body down. We don't want to bear bellies when, so when the world is like, over. I feel like alcohol don't, don't count. Why not? Because it's, social, it's normal and socially acceptable. I mean, alcohol yeah. is a lot more people than any other Schedule 1 drug. Or is alcohol a Schedule 1? Yeah, that's true. True. Probably not. It's probably fine. There's no regulation anymore. You just have to be 18. See, what they do is the, the, the drugs that can open your mind and allow you to access mm. your sense of self. That's the drugs Wee. that they put the rules on. Then you guys can't see it because I'm opening my third eye. I'm dead. <laughs> what we're talking about tonight, guys. Sure. So we've kind of seen this change in relation to the, the pandemic, the JLP calling for the general elections, but with a, a very short turnaround time. And we've heard a lot of outcry in terms of their strategies, their marketing plans, how they have tried to approach the people and, and get people to understand what are their political platforms. And we've seen music play a much bigger role than I think it has had in, in past elections. I wouldn't say it's played a bigger role. I would just say we're not used to the dancehall artists at the forefront being the ones doing the dubs. What do you mean by at the forefront? Is all of the top man them them using right now, like Skilly Bang and, and Chensi and, and whoever else there was. Before it would have been like maybe a, a long time gospel singer or maybe it would have been an original song that was made for the specific purpose of advertising the campaign. But right now, so people keep saying that it, it's all um, sensationalism and we boogie yaga and we we're doing all this foolish stuff, but we've always operated like this. The only difference is that we didn't use those particular types of artists to do the Why job. Why do you think something like that is happening now? Why do you think a skilly bank could arise now to do political dubs for the prime minister as opposed to back in the day, whoever the equivalent of skilly bank would have been back then? Well, for me, sir, I'm thinking of Bounty Killer. Bounty Killer's music was always... So you could have said socially conscious so a part of being socially conscious as a ghetto youth is a, a deep deep hatred for politicians right so you're not going to take money from somebody who you think is destroying the com community but a man like skilly bang now he don't have that history for him right now is just a, a opportunity it's just money it's just 
I'm the voice. That's all I am. It doesn't have to be involved in the political process, which I'm fine with. I don't, th I don't understand why people are upset with that. They don't need to be, unless they choose to be a representative of, unless Shensia chooses to be a representative of Lisa Hanna. It shouldn't be expected and it shouldn't be assumed. It's just a song, right? I think you raised a lot of good points. First one I, I want to address is, you know, you kind of talked a little bit about Bond Killer. And, you know, historically, the music being dancehall and, and reggae kind of came out of the, the context of being the voice for disenfranchised people or, you know, representing the, the social ills that the institution wasn't focused on fixing, right? And so, like, like we talked about, inherently, the music is and has been anti-establishment. So... You would not see an artist like Bontekila come out and say, I'm, I'm in support of this double or I'm in support of a specific political party because his biggest MO has been to use music as a vehicle to activate the people or to represent you know, the, the, the issues that the MPs themselves are not necessarily representing. What I think the, the situation raises a big question is, are we seeing a change in perspective and a change in mindset that is deviating from original intent behind the music you know you mentioned skilly bang are you know are artists like that not necessarily considering the historical context and do they need to? i don't think they care I'm with you guys i'm with you guys on that um in terms of the reason why they might they might associate with with the politicians and why they might agree to do the dubs when it first started happening people were trying to to say that they were aligning themselves with um political parties and whatever but then you have shensio who did a party um, who did a, a dubbock on both lines. So why, right, it is good business. And why is it, why Why can't it be a, a thing where, yeah, is, is an artist, that's my job, and I got hired to do my job. Unless I come out and I say, I am supporting this party and this is how I'm showing my support. Why is that not okay at all? I think it's, I think it's fine and I think it's a good way to incorporate different sectors of Jamaica and introduce them to politics and you know, in a, in a way that they can understand in their voice with people that they recognize and people that they relate to. And that's how you get, that's how you enfranchise people and that's how you bring people into the political process. But then for that I particular point, the people then would have said that the dubs aren't actually saying anything. It's just to create excitement. So if it was a case where they were fine-tuning the song to relay the message that they're trying to bring across to the people, maybe people would be more responsive to the dub than as it is now. Absolutely. Well, it comes back to your earlier point though, KB, where you were saying the artist should not necessarily be represented or seen as in support of another party. And I think if, you know, you, you usually associate the artist with their lyrical content. And I think if they were going to create dubs, that would change the nature. That would change the nature of the game and the name of the game here. So, you know, if, if Shensia was to say, I'm going to release something in support of Lisa Hanna to talk about her successes, I think more people would be crying out and saying like you shouldn't be supporting or you shouldn't be making dub kb brought up that the dubs don't have any substance and they're just doing it for excitement but what if that is precisely what they are for and that ties into um engaging people and bringing them into the political process because what happened after people were sitting down piecing apart the the dubs and waiting to see who are gonna drop what the, the next two weeks were filled up with debates about the manifestos. And I don't think that if there wasn't this furore, whether it was 
outrage or whether it was excitement or people are intrigued or whatever it was i don't think people would have been that interested in the manifestos and maybe we could have been living in our own bubble as twitter is a bubble but i also watched the news and it was especially after the debates the post-debates coverage they were talking about the manifestos and i feel like it was a really good segue into that so So you feel like the dubs gave the politicians a lot of like pr presence oh yes activated the people so that they would be more interested in watching our pr government is always on it man always on it don't don't market (laughs) me hear you (laughs) (laughs) hear the man Call him Tuffy. Tuffy. Tuffy one string would disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> We've seen PR work against politicians. But what if it worked in this case? It did. I think it did. I think your point is, is correct. I agree. Despite it achieving its purpose, do you feel like people were connecting with... Because remember we were talking earlier about, you know, people feeling some type of way about the songs. Do you feel like it it connected them to the parties? Because I, I'm I'm thinking that you know, the, the politicians are using specific artists to garner support. But do you, f- you know, we talked a little bit about the broader coverage and people being interested in the debates, but do you feel like people started being connected to specific parties b- because of the artists that they had dubs for? Mm-mm. Nah. Not nah. even a little bit. Not even a little bit. I don't think that had any influence on their uh, political leadings any at all. I don't think, I think I give people more credit than I should. <laughs> But I think in this case, I think I'm correct in, in thinking that that had no effect on what side they would lean towards. I, I hope so. I, I, I want, I hope that for my people. I just want to add that, I, I agree with that, but I'll just add that it was definitely a lost opportunity. Um, everybody knows that music is, is very close to Jamaicans or jingles are timeless i think i still sing so many that i heard from childhood and it was a good opportunity to put some catchy policy into the dubs there's absolutely nothing wrong with if shensia did come and say whatever we're gonna build a couple road and them thing there but she just want to talk about oh certain certain people have boom body and that's great too you know like our body boom that's undeniable but i i kind of wanted to know what you had in store for your people that's all. That's it. I think I don't think that's too much to ask. I think the, I think you could have told me about your boom your boom body and how you're gonna fix up the people them community. I feel like there could have been more balance. I think that's a fear assessment as well. I think there is this inherent fear that we don't want to to overstep when it comes to the music because you know we've heard in the past of politicians slandering dancehall and saying like yo dancehall represent violence. Like, oh wow! You, Doc, me, you, are you reading you my mind? Yes, <laughs> me. So we 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 know we already know politicians' stance and how they feel about dancehall. So I think there is a line that they were trying not to cross, and and to say to to let Skillybank speak for me. I don't want that. With a, with a, with somebody like Alisa Hannah, where we know we have evidence where she she's bashing dancehall music, but that's mm-hmm. from a while back. I don't think there's any recent video or clip or anything like that where she's saying oh. Vibes Cartel is a reason crime I go up and re- I don't think there's anything recent. So my thing is that maybe, maybe they've updated their stance. Maybe they don't need, they, no, they no longer need to satiate their base. Did they make that stance clear before then aligning themselves with these artists to push political agenda? No, and that's the problem. Okay, that is the problem. Because we're still operating with that past mindset. Right, right. We don't don't know where they stand stand today. We don't. And I think that's why it feels disingenuous because Mm -hmm. 
we don't know how they feel. We're just still operating, like you know, you said, KB, under that same mindset that they don't support the culture, right? And I think, especially coming coming off of the brunt of the recent scandal with the child not being allowed to wear dreadlocks in school, mm-hmm. and we see them pushing, you know, reggae music as the vehicle for tourism. So coming right. off of that, it seems <laughs> super, super disingenuous. Crazy, crazy hypocrisy. And it's so unfortunate because clearly you see the value in this. Let's call it a product. You see the value in it, but when it's time to uplift the people and say, okay, say you do have an issue with the face of with the face of dancehall or some themes in dancehall, but you don't do anything to change the circumstances that breed this this kind of this music that this the music is reflecting. You just come up and you demonize it one day, and the next day you say, yo, come make a food and come sing about me. There's a disconnect there, and they have not made attempts to to fix that and maybe that is what they're alluding to now because i know in certain manifestos they're talking about um making changes to the noise abatement act and um things like that so maybe they're trying to do that now but you you need to do it out loud you need to say it out loud and say it with your chest right they didn't outright come and say that that's what they're trying to do exactly we should be progressing and we should be changing how we feel about parts of our culture we can't be demonizing or people anymore and then turning around and exploiting them because people are listen we know that to be fair some of those criticisms of dancehall are justified oh definitely dancehall is a very violent even 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 vibes it dancey kind of songs have violence in there like that's we're a violent people i don't i don't understand <laughs> it's aggressive we're aggressive okay let me say aggressive, aggressive and passionate. Passionate. narrative from that's the same yes, narrative that yes, the hegemon yes, uses yes, yes. no on the right on the right after watching narrative but okay so let me use let me say aggressive passionate yes we're a very aggressive people and that comes across <laughs> we, <laughs> we 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 bring that one of the best ways that dancehall artists showcase their talent is through violent music the way the, the way they use literary devices the way they use their flows the something about violence just brings them alive and i don't understand it but i love it and i'm here for it i love violent music sorry <laughs> aggressive aggressive but music point though kb and key Mm-hmm. You have to remember, say, this is the lived experience of the, enough of these artists. Right. I don't I think so, bro. say some of the younger artists. Okay, but fair. You have an older man like Ninja Man or Bounty Killer or Beanie Man or Vibes Cartel. You grew up in a certain environment and certain society, which is why violence is, is associated with that. I think for the most part, they're just speaking their and truth. And now those people, and now those people are the role models. No, but I'm saying, if you look at it, no, no Vibes Cartel and Ninja Man, they are prison. Yeah, because they're criminals. That is true. Well, that's a bigger conversation on, on what should happen or what needs to happen once you, once you break it out of the community. Mm-hmm. My, my thing is that it, the man them before were really about the life. It was clear. And they, some of them are pay pay the, the cost for it. Right now, I don't think I don't think, as I say, the most some of them money now do is maybe robbing and scabbing. I don't think them them are kill people. I don't think them them terrorizing the community like how the man them from before would be doing. So I don't think it's a case of them reflecting their environment anymore. I think it reversed now. It it come full circle like them. It used to be. What, what is it? Life reflecting art? Imitating. Life reflecting art. Life but reflecting that goes art. In, but that goes into what we're saying about how 
the politicians are not doing enough underground changes to to change the values and the priorities of the people who are singing about the scamming and the robbing and the tricking and the flipping and whatever it is. So it's still it still sell because it's still valuable to people. It's still it's still hit it's still hit to people for some reason or the other. I don't think people just are imagining these these feelings and their life is rough out there, man. Do you feel like that's intentional, though? Do you feel like we intentionally only focus on certain issues because of the shock value or the visibility? Black people are addicted to trauma. Black people love trauma. Black people love when trauma is repackaged and sold back to they us. They say it's I genetic, don't know why. You know? It must be. But we love that shit. It's true. In in um in school, they taught us if it bleeds, it leads because sensationalism and people love the excitement and it 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 I guess it it's a way to I don't know I guess it it it, it highlights a different part of your life. It kind of take you out of your of your space and you have to look at, a, at different perspectives. Yeah, but for some reason, people love the tragedy. One thing I would have said is that I don't think. Dancehall music influences or inspires violence, but it definitely is the soundtrack to violence. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, we we're talking about um, it not it's just being vibes, it not inspiring violence. It's just it's just music. So maybe maybe people are recognizing that. Maybe the the politicians are recognizing that and can now see the entertainment value. Is that? But but like that goes back to what we we're saying about them not acknowledging who benefits from this situation. Why why we're we going down this avenue? Are we just having a sound clash? Is this serious? Like yes, we're having a sound clash. <laughs> I guess it's I guess it is the it, it is the intention that is worrying to people. Like, are you just exploiting? Are you just exploiting these artists? You're just exploiting the culture. That's right. basically what it falls down right. to. You don't you don't necessarily care. You just want to use it to increase your voter base. And that is fine, but it has to be followed up by we see what is what is wrong institutionally w- with the music business and we want to put things in place to, to make it right for y'all. Right? Because we see the value. And th- and that's how and that's how you connect the two ends of the process. Like you were saying earlier. Right. You know, music gets people more involved, but if there's no substance for them to be involved with, it's then just it's vibes. just not going to connect. It's just vibes. Okay, so so maybe 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 may, may that's what changed. Then maybe what they need to do to appeal to the voters changed. Maybe the culture shifted and they had to shift as well. Maybe when we were in prep school, primary school, and we were, they would have been trying to. I was going to say. I mean, they're trying to get us to vote now. So exactly, they're targeting songs, younger people. The folk now. songs wouldn't necessarily catch us. So all I'm doing is shifting them strategy. I don't think it's a, a case of, oh, they've progressed or they've grown or anything like that. All it is is just, this is what we need to do to get the votes. That will always be their thing. I'm, I'm surprised, though, because, you know, people in politics tend to be older. And, and so I'm kind of surprised that even though they've shifted their strategy, this is how they've done it. What, like, how, why do y'all feel like this... You know, it's what they chose. It might be, it might be a little patronizing, but at the same time, it can be effective. Patronizing, especially when you have Peter Phillips using Dove Magnum ball out. Bro, that was the grossest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. How? how ever. Was that even? How was that even a suggestion? It made me so so uncomfortable. How was it a suggestion? And then how, when it was made, 
it was accepted because he said he didn't know about it though oh oh so so his people okay that's not helping that's not helping the situation at all because that means people are just putting his name on things and just pushing it out and okay good for you good for you well it's 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 funny enough too because i remember reading something um quoted the prime minister and he was saying that they didn't request some of the dubs a lot of artists actually volunteered to build dub plates for them but then you accept it and then you push it and then you put your name on it and now people are singing it in the streets and thing and you go to the campaign rally that shouldn't have happened but it happened and i'm pretty sure that they were playing it so whether that, so- that song was that song was wild because i felt like it felt like an old man like almost pedophile kind of vibe. it was creepy oh you reached oh you reached it was so- i don't know what it was you've but gone it was too creepy. far it, and and it there was, was no substance zero substance and there were inaccuracies yeah for ballot for politics <laughs> which 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 <laughs> which inaccuracies can i think she did say montego bay and she was supposed to say morant bay that's two opposite ends of the island <laughs> but yeah man yeah but you never know i saw the man thing large dude oh you see me from morant bay to montego morant bay, bay to i don't want to hear about it i don't want to hear about the man thing i don't man. want to hear- <laughs> I don't want to hear about how I'm King Lodge. I don't want to hear about how I make Dougie McDonald's. We're going to edit that. <laughs> don't I don't want hear to it. hear about Peter Phillips making Dougie McDonald's. No, leave it in. But don't <laughs> I hear it. Exactly. What, 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 was your, uh, what was your favorite dub? What are all of them? Favorite dub um, based off sound and then your favorite dub based off possible substance. I say uh, Skilly Bang, Mr. Universe. Yes. But I'm also, I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> I, I have to say that. Because I, I love I rate, I respect Andrew Holness as a leader. You love Andrew Holness. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, most each fan that know you. Anyway, yeah, but I respect him as I respect Skilly Bang. So it, the pairing just made sense to me. And okay. it, it never, it never, it never try hard like the Dovey Mag. It did, it did still fit with the song. That makes sense. Do you have any other favorites? Uh, the one I don't know who sings it. The Greenlight Broker. Mm, yeah, that one is. That good. that was a. Yeah, that, one, that one is good. Quality song. I love it. Quality I really song. Like, I enjoy hearing that one, and I find myself singing it sometimes. And I, and worse, I believe it. Crazy enough, maybe I believe it. Since we only have JLP supporters on I this support, podcast, I'm I about to say my nobody. favorite. I'm I, dead. I support progress. I support still. progress. I'm <laughs> I'm a progressive, and there's no progressive party. So I I support who well, needs to get. Well, I mean, to they, they almost was, but they just were trying to find and making a kingdom. You know? But what were your favorites, Romy K? I, I think my favorite was the bunting out and stunting one. I feel mm. like that created the most shock value. Mm-hmm. It had the most yeah. vibes. Yeah. Like, it had a to buzz me, still. I, I would play that song, um, and I'm not ashamed to say this, but I would play that song even after the election. It's good. So I think it was a, 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 a good The dog. thing with that one too is that he made us feel like we were a part of that decision. He probably already decided to do that, you know, mm-hmm. but he made us feel like he was responding to us, which is a brilliant political move. As trivial as this seems it it's good to the pmp that's their problem right now they don't actually listen to right. us the jlp that's where they're shining that's why young people draw to them the pmp isn't doing that which is why we were leaning towards when when phillips and bunting were clashing when them did our war we were all leading it towards bunting. a different ball game if it was bunting. it would have been an entirely different game but i mean not to nego- negate um phillips his contribution or anything mm-hmm, like that but mm-hmm. because watching the debate last saturday i was pleasantly surprised that was amazing to me like that's what i want from him a strong opposition i don't want him in power 
But I want a strong opposition that can keep the yes. leader in check. Political commentary from KB. We heard it here first. We heard it first. <laughs> but I, I, I think the funny part of that situation is Bunting has been the the biggest advocate for like sanctions against dancehall so it was surprising really? for me to see him actually use a song and kind of follow follow and that the, way especially but, the I, song but I think he it's chose. related to yeah because that's a, that's a super like um popular mm-hmm. song you know yeah. My, dance favorite, theme, so yeah my favorite dub or song i don't know if it's not, the floyd green one um on a lane one that one was good because he did put substance in there and i think one thing that was especially important in his was that he listed the the um communities in his constituents so people could say oh that's my mp because you know how long i was struggling to figure out who my mp is i'm pretty sure my mp is delroy chuck so that's and i i don't think him have one song as far as me don't know and that is why i don't know because him don't have a song <laughs> <laughs> so the marketing the marketing work it definitely worked it did. i think they use that song twice though once on the other side as well it's a good song the it's a really yeah, good song yeah. good themes but i think the people that had a visual attached songs were oh yeah they came out ahead of the rest of them because with bunting with him sitting in the car listening to the dub on his phone and then he get out and he, he vibes and everything that was good lyric video for only that was good mm-hmm. i don't i think nesta had Mr. had Chris Martin, big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like walking, walking, looking like big man on campus kind of thing. It worked. So I think those people, I think, overshadowed the rest of it because you remember those more because they have a visual yeah. attack. Yeah, I think just like Nigel Clark too, he had... Um, the Clarks. Javilani. Clarks. That was, yes. Wonder yeah. Woman. What's the, what's the whole deal with Clarks though? Like That is a separate... I don't know where it comes from. That is a separate conversation. <laughs> that could... Why is that the symbol? That could be another topic. Write that down, write that down. Clarks. Anyway, I have a question. So, earlier, KB touched on whether or not, or we all kind of started talking about whether or not there should be entertainers, artists should be involved in the political process. But I think we should flesh that out some more. Like, is it acceptable for them to just see this as a walk? Or does making a dub automatically is that injecting yourself into the political conversation i feel like i'm on the fence and i don't want to be wishy-washy but i'm on the fence i i support it because we are in a very tight situation nobody could have predicted that we would be in a pandemic in 2020 right and i think that out of all industries it has destabilized the entertainment industry one of the most all of the show money dry up yep yeah you know i'm saying like most 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 of their money comes from touring Mm -hmm. and they can't do any of that with you know travel sanctions the virus out on on a rampage they can't do any of that and so they need money to feed themselves and they need money to feed their family and and this was one of the opportunities for them to to do that outside of you know ig lives and streaming which they probably don't make a lot of money from if any so yeah if, if any so i'm i'm in support of that I'm in support of it for that reason. The reason why I don't support it, um, you know, Bonte Killer made a very, very, I would say, accurate point when he was saying, like, you know, the music has always been for the people. The the music has never been for, the music has never been the voice of the institutions. And so my fear is, going forward, is is this going to change, like, is this going to change the dynamic, right? Like, will the music still be a vehicle um, that that talks about the issues of the people, right? And and are the artists themselves going to see the the, the value in the music as a politic as a as a vehicle to express the woes of society? You know what I'm saying? Like I I I think that is going to change 
going forward and and I'm and I'm hesitant because if people can't express themselves uh through art, you know, where else are they going to get you know the opportunity to kind of talk about some some of the, the shit that that goes on in their community because everything else is censored mm-hmm. you see me everything else is censored by the same institutions that want to use the music and profit off of it and then and 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 the second thing is like we were talking about earlier there's no action plan behind it there's no talks about how can we support the industry that has been destabilized by covid-19 there's mm-hmm. there, there there's literally no plan um, for for now and for what the future looks and I I just think it's it's a it's a very disingenuous situation I think that they could have invited um, these different members of society and the people in the dance hall and the reggae fraternity to come and have a conversation do they have access to 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 those rooms to have the conversation about things that will affect their industry and I don't think we're going to see because it doesn't seem like a priority for the for the parties that's fair. All right, you go KB, and then I have a follow-up for Romy K. Those are fair criticisms, but I will always be on the side of the creative's ability to make money. That's what I care about right now. And to be honest, the, the music that is being created right now isn't strong on social commentary anyway. The man they talk about violence, they talk about girl, the girl they talk about them shoes, they talk about them, them pussy ties, talk like. <laughs> exactly or, like things like that like the... true point taken point taken <laughs> <laughs> i think it's an entirely different landscape i don't think we can es- ex- expect the same thing from these artists that we expected from the ones from before these aren't they express themselves and they talk about their past situations but they aren't necessarily a voice for the poor them just i try entertain with this point them just i try bring something new to the music that they themselves love. They just want to contribute something to the music. I don't think you can put that burden on them. Uh, Skilly is the, is, the, is the bounty killer. You, I, I don't think we can expect that from you. I don't think Skilly went through the same things. I don't think the political climate is the same as when Bounty was coming up, when Mandida gets shot just for wear a certain color shirt. Things like that, I think it's entirely different now. We shouldn't expect the same thing from our artists today. We did years of all right so considering what kb just added why do you think that if they do agree to align with or to work with politicians in this way why do you think it would discourage them from still um singing about the themes that they already do what do you, do you think by aligning themselves that way it will cause censorship is that what you're trying to say or I, censorship I, in a sense i think my where my i, I wouldn't say it's necessarily fear but my hesitation is when you make this relationship transactional, the expectation of the politician is that you're going to have to do something in order for me to boost or promote the culture. And that's not how it should be. It should be that we want to promote this because Jamaican, we want to promote this because of cultural identity. And I think going forward, um, like I, I'm, I'm 100% with KB. I'm 100% in support of the creators. 100% into the artists. But there, there is no institutional body. There is no middleman that is advocating. You know, for example, like a union. There, I mean, there probably are unions, but I don't think they're advocating in the best well, interest of the artists, right? And so, who, who is collectively speaking for all of them? You know, is it just we're going to secede to one, um, one, to the whims of one artist? I don't think that's going to happen. And so it's, and, and, and so my hesitation is they're going to do this and then they're going to face the same issues that, that they faced in 2019 
And then people are going to come out and say, oh, but you build up played for artists, man. So, you know, X, Y, Z, like you should have known that this was coming. And, and it just creates a never-ending cycle of, of, of politicians not caring, politicians using excuses and not supporting the culture. And, and that's my hesitation. Like you have to stand up for something. You have to stand up for change, the change that you want to see. So, for example, we had we had a situation, well, not we, but, you know, America had a situation with the NBA. They decided mm-hmm. that we're not going to play because we want to see X, Y, Z. And they had demands attached to that, right? At some point, the artists and the entertainers are, are going to say, like, this is not working out to our best interests. And then, and then, you know, with the relationship being transactional, there's going to be some expectations on, what do you need to compromise to, to get us going forward? What I think is that we the people, fuck the politicians, fuck them. We the people <laughs> to figure out, we need to figure out exactly what we need to thrive and then force them to create the specific environment that will allow us to thrive. Yeah. We need to figure it out. We're not, we don't need to rely on them. They don't know anything. We are the ones in the culture. We need to sit down and talk and reason and research and, and everything that we need to do to figure out what is it that we're missing, where are the deficiencies, what do we need to push us forward. I agree. Well, that's why platforms like this are necessary, right? To, for us to have conversations about the things that kind of go unsaid, to have conversations about you know, aspects of our culture that should be protected, that should not be misrepresented by by other forms of media, by mainstream media globally. You know, it's for us to, to talk about these things and, and not let them be swept under the rug. And on that note, you know the Schweppes. You already know how we do it here on Culture Wise. Thank you all for listening. Shout, yo, shout out to all our first-time listeners. Shout out, shout to, out to everybody. Yeah, big up shout out to big everybody. Up shout out to the, the doctor, them. Big up the, the doctors and the essential yeah. workers, workers. Yeah, Have to big them up. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. And remember to comment, subscribe, share, leave a rating. It is greatly appreciated. And as always... Don't do it for the likes, do it for the culture. Stay culture wise. I'm your host, Romy K, signing out until next time. Peace.